Danny, uh, other podcasts this week have uh, really enraged Texas um, oh. by just mentioning them. And <laughs> the sheer mention of their name, they assume they're associated with being like horrible cheaters. Oh, um, which I think speaks volumes. I mean, I mean it, you know, if you have a guilty feeling. So we need to really work on our Texas audience and make sure we're not offending them. So we need to avoid trigger phrases. Okay. Yeah, and like things what? that they're not used to hearing for 40K, so they're not offended. Okay, here's one. Okay. Right. You guys have a really good and strong meta. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to imply that at all because then they'll just, <laughs> no. yeah, awful. Oh, here's another one. Okay. That was a really fun game. Thank you. <laughs> you sure can drink a lot. Man, you are the largest state in the union. <laughs> Uh, and then we definitely should have mentioned being good at Warhammer because they absolutely are not. Yep. Man, imagine like if people mentioned us, <laughs> we just got super offended by everything. It'd be pretty... Oh, it would be fucking crazy, dude. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it would be awful. Yeah. Um, but hey, anyway, welcome to Mob Rules. I'm John, joined as always by... Always offended Danny. Always always offended Danny. Right. That's, that's your new go-to. It's not the eagle anymore. Right. Just it's always easily offended. offended. Yeah. And your new, your new catchphrase is yeehaw. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me... It's <laughs> yeehaw, I'm from Dallas. <laughs> Oh, see, mine's is hi yeehem from the Dallas-Fort Worth area. <laughs> the the greater Dallas-Fort Worth area. Of true hi ye to yourself, my friend. So for many of you who don't follow the drama uh, on uh, competitive 40K, which we're really drinking like the bottom of the barrel for drama we right are. now. There's Because there's, no, there's nothing happening. Right? So there's we're, nothing we're, happening. We're doing our best, guys. So, so yeah, we're really doing our best to, to do here. But I mean, I guess we could do like a little... 40 KMZ thing here and just straight up. Uh, give me a second. News, drama, scandal. 40 KMZ. <laughs> Man, that's pretty good, actually. That's I think I'm going to just cut that. So what do you got for me today, John? Texas. <laughs> Texas. I mean, that's pretty much it. So uh, Chapter Tactics, a uh, little known podcast in a small frontline gaming network uh, run by Mr. Petey by Pablo. Um, Pete. Pie by Pablo, yeah, that whatever. You know what? We're just gonna call him like we're just gonna call him like we see him, Pie Pablo. Yeah, it's it's a hybrid name, much like we're a hybrid podcast. <laughs> um, they had a, like actually a really good uh, episode this week where they were talking about ITC teams mm-hmm. and sort of like the benefits of the teams and then kind of what teams can do, why you should join a team. Yeah, um, and, and there's some solid benefits, right? There's some. I mean, we uh, we're we're members of team. We are, um, and one of those benefits is like I. I never really have to worry about getting a good game of 40K. Uh, that's yep. one of the main benefits is I don't have to go in our local like state group page area and be like, hey, who wants to play a game? And I don't know if I'm going to be getting someone who's just going to crush my dreams sure. or if it's going to be like just super cash, super cash game. Uh, I can know what to expect. Something they brought up, though. Was that this offends me? By the was way. was the super? <laughs> yeehaw! Are uh, you John? Are <laughs> <Hi-yee. laughs> Something they brought up was uh, the 
the kind of the formation of super teams, right? Um, which kind of started with Beast Coast, um, whose membership was the entire West Coast. No, no, no. They they were like Beast Coast is East Coast. Oh, Beast Coast is East Coast. Yeah, that's why it rhymes. Oh, well, it makes sense. Man, I thought they were West Coast for some reason. No, um, because that's the best coast. <laughs> Word. I'm saying coast too many times. Um, but they, they were essentially coast. on the entire East Coast, right? So yeah. they were, like, getting really high scores. Um, they and had, that allowed them to kind of coast through the competition. Yeah, it yeah. sure did. It sure did. <laughs> yeah. Um, so following the East Coast's uh, uh, example, um, and I don't think we meant to copy them, but us up here in Alaska, um, two of our bigger teams merged together. Right. Well, first of all, let's preface this. Okay. Everybody, most everybody on these two teams was already friends, right? Like, oh, for sure. Like, I was on the other team for a while, and then I joined our Anchorage team, right? Um, and the other team is based primarily in Fairbanks, <clears throat> but they have members all across the state. Yeah, there's dozens of them, <laughs> literal, dozens, literal dozens of between them. the two teams. <laughs> uh, but what happens is because we are kind of we don't have any majors up here. There's yep. only two or three of us that travel for majors or things. True. Um, we wanted to have the best team score we possibly could. So we right. took our two best teams and merged them together. Into one. Until, I wouldn't say a mega team, but there's a super only a, team. Yeah, it's a super team. But like, there's only, I would say, about 12 to 15 of us who play regularly. Yeah, I would say total roster is 20 people. Yeah. Max. Max. Yeah. But because it kind of falls into that amalgamation of teams rolling together for this reason... Um, the, the example that was put, put out on Chapter Tactics was Texas. Um, oh, Texas. Oh, Texas. Uh, they formed an entire state team. Copying us. Yeah, obviously, and, right. and no one else. Um, but it was pointed out, it was like this kind of like, it's not super good because, yeah, they're the number one team, but they're also the only ones running, really running events <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um, and, like, they're the number one team because if you show up to a tournament in Texas and it's a 16-man tournament, right. 15 of those players are going to be... Uh, team Texas. So it's kind of uh, subverting a little bit what they were looking for for that. Um, they didn't say it was a bad thing. Like they they yeah. just pointed out that this is something that's happening. This is like maybe not the intention of of what the of what the team was were supposed to be. So of course after they said that this wasn't the intention of what the team was supposed to be, instant meltdown. Uh, people commenting, well, it's complaining, fucking bullshit, John. From, I'm yeah. mad about it. Mad as hell. Not going to take it anymore. Right. It was a valid tactic, and they'll look at Beast Coast. They yeah, did it. Those guys did it. Where's yeah. their Where's their day where they get slandered? So, of course, John. because there's no competitive 40K going on right now, really. There's no real games. Uh, there's no real well, releases right on. now. Can I say, no competitive 40K in the United States. Oh, in the, yeah, yeah, but sorry. Like, com- competitive 40K is going on many other places, just not here. Yeah, just in places that have dealt with things properly. Um, so there's been very little drama, and I think Correct. we've missed like several majors by this point so by this point we should be yelling at people about water cup placement or strategy <laughs> I and know. timing god yeah no kidding man so not being able to yell at people on the top tables premature um, deep strike like yeah. there's all kinds of things that we could be yelling at people about yep yep there's at least four um we could be yelling four about big drama moments. big drama moments from each event uh this has turned into like a a major thing uh so i've responded the only way i can by making memes making fun of texas yep Good call. Yeah. I think that's pretty solid. But that's that's all it's been for, for 40K uh, or 40KMZ this week. 
God, I hope this tournament so I can turn this bit into kind of a more fulfilling bit. I know, yeah. With Hopefully, more we... and more drama. Play games. Yeah, seriously. Send Have us, some fights. Send us your drama. Yeah. I, I want to know. Drink some beers. Kind of get a little rowdy. Do a little punch up. Like, let us know. Yeah. Dre- dread sock somebody. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely do that. But uh, <laughs> absolutely use physical violence. <laughs> if we are Not, absolutely- make no mistake of what John is saying here, folks. Oh, yeah, we condone physical violence against each other <laughs> over a toy game. <laughs> the, like, the hardest I've ever rolled my eyes during a game of 40K was someone's like corrected me when I said they were little plastic spacemen. I was like, no. They're this, and they said their chapter oh. name. I was like, oh, God, okay. This is Bro. how this game's going to go. Um, but speaking of games and hobbying and that things like that, yeah. we, yeehaw. <laughs> <laughs> anytime, okay, so now anytime we're offended, just say right. yeehaw. Okay. Because then we'll know you're being a whiny little bitch about it. Yeehaw. <laughs> <laughs> we've done games. We've done hobbying. We have. Things have happened. Danny, why don't so you uh, start us off? Happened. Uh, all right, so um, I have continually tried to play Eldar several times um, to utter and complete failure. <laughs> I guess I forgot how to play Eldar, and my list sucks, so I'm going back to the drawing board on it, and I'm going to try and mess around with a bunch of stuff. I think my favorite comment you had about your list was like, no, I'm not going to change it. I'm just going to complain about the fact that it doesn't work. <laughs> So uh, what were you taking and kind of what was your intent with what you were taking, I guess, would be the Well, the best part. all right. So I had a lot of success in early and eighth edition with Azerman uh, combined with a lot of Dire Avengers. Like I, I dire literally Avengers stole that tactic from you. It was pretty, it's pretty good. Um, and so I've been running Ulthway because I'm a fanboy and I should be running like a real craft world, like a custom craft world like that's right. better. So I'm running uh, uh, Ulthway Battalion and a, uh, uh, God, what are they called? Um, Harlequins? Yeah, they're Harlequins, but they're uh, the Sky Serpents. I forgot what their name is, actually. That's really sad. Um, anyway, Soaring Spite, that's the name of the, the anyway. Um, then I'm running a patrol of them. Um, but like, I think I'm putting, like, I'm getting good elements of both armies, but I'm not getting enough of one for the synergy really to like explode. So I think I'm just going to drop the Harlequins and start playing pure craft world. Yeah. I was going to um, say you, like you're speaking about like not doing Elthway, but you have like such a, such a boner for. I do love Elthway and I love Eldrad specifically. Yeah, Eldrad specifically. You have a huge boner for. He is my favorite 40 K character. So obviously he's going to be our worst person today. He's absolutely not going to be our worst person. <laughs> Sorry, he doesn't have enough traits to be a character. It's fine. No, he doesn't. No. Um, and man, his rules are really dated. <laughs> he was yeah. such a good caster at the start of 8th, but now he's like not. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, uh, so I'm playing with him. I've got a Warlock Skyrunner and Azerman, and then uh, three squads of 10 Dire Avengers with... Uh, uh, Venshing Shots uh, and the uh, Exarch has double catapults. Um, and then I've got a unit of five Shining Spears and two units of Swooping Knocks. And then for the Harlequins, I have a Troop Master um, with Pivotal Roll. Um, so he always wins on a 2+, plus, plus he gets three roll failed to wound rolls. Um, and he gets the bubble of failed to wound rolls, right? Um, and then a squad of 10, um, 10 Harlequins with uh, four Kisses, four Caresses, and two Backup Dancers. I still, yeah. I still, like, every time I made you repeat that in our game. Yeah, um, and I giggled every time. Man, it's going to be a regular makeout session when those guys get into combat. 
Um, <laughs> uh, and then two units of five with five fusions, uh, two star weavers, and a unit of five sky weavers with uh, haywire, of course. Um, so it it's pretty fast. Like the hawks and stuff are really great at doing secondaries. Um, although I know warp spiders are better, so like I should probably try and take warp spiders. Um, I just I, I have like 10 warp spiders painted, but God, I hate those models. They're so bad. They're, they're so bad. Um, so they're like the epitome of second edition to me where it's everything yeah. is like how close to the chest. So the mold isn't huge. Right. Right. Um, and just, so every, it has no undercuts, right? No. So it's all like exposed. Um, apart from the fact when the fine cast ones, which is the ones I have and you just have so much like filing and cleaning to do for oh. some of the stuff. Yeah. I have 20 metal ones and yeah. Anyway. Um, so I played first against, uh, our friend Wallace who had thousand sons and chaos demons, mm-hmm. uh, who just won an RTT with that list, which is yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so nice job Wally. Um, and then, uh, I've got, uh, so I played him and just got fucking thrashed. Like I deployed so badly and you know, you have to actually like play good when you play Eldar, like you have to put things in the right place and, and uh move in the right order and that kind of stuff and i uh i didn't so i made some pretty critical mistakes and got punished really badly on the first turn and lost uh, azerman and my troop master right off right off the bat through some psychic power shenanigans and wallace has been playing demons for like a long time now so he's got a pretty dialed in for for what he needs to do yeah and that list is that list is really good um so it's just it's really solid um and then uh I was able to like score maximum secondaries, but I wasn't able to compete on the primary at all. Mm-hmm. And so that was the same thing that happened in my game with John, um, where John just crushed me and I got zero primary points the entire game. Um, I played a little bit better with the characters in that game. Uh, I think I was a little bit too aggressive at points though. And uh, like I should have held back a little bit um, with some of my units and not gotten quite so aggressive but i don't know i don't know i don't know why i decided that was a great idea but it really wasn't so i should have i should have waited i think usually when you've played me like going super aggressive has been very rewarding for you sure because i've tended to be pretty defensive when i play you yeah 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 well okay so in general like lately the armies that i've been playing you have to play pretty aggressively Mm -hmm. Um, necrons notwithstanding because they're really a passive army in general and I'm more of a passive player, I would say. Yeah. Uh, and like Necrons just kind of walk forward and tank stuff a lot of times, especially if you run infantry heavy, which I am. Um, and I should have been a little bit more discreet with the Eldar, like maybe let you have the objective like the first turn and then taking it from you the second turn. Right. Because I like got in there almost immediately. Um, I made bad plans like... I put the shining spears into plague marines and lost all but one of my shining spears for like two plague marines or something like that because of the dude with the uh, strikes last aura. Yeah. Which was tough. Um, and then uh, uh, what else? Uh, uh, I jumped the harlequins in first turn. Like I made, the, I, I got them into combat on the very first turn and I shouldn't have done that either. Like that was a dumb, that was a dumb move. Um, then you killed three plague marines with your 10 man squad. Oh my God. It was so bad. <laughs> uh yeah but then and, i charged them with blight haulers r- right um the harlequins oh no 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 i charged them with more plague marines yeah and they just died yeah um 
Anyway, so I, I think the less the moral of the story is is I need to play a little bit less aggressively and play a little bit more cagey, um, which is great. I I can play that way and I should be playing that way. So my mistake on on that on that. And then uh, uh, it also speaks to how much better John is because John was able to capitalize on a lot of my mistakes and play a really smart, well thought out game for the most part. I think he made very few misplays on that game. He Thanks, did, man. He did really good. Yeah. Uh, the thing when we talked about it afterwards, like one of the things is the list I'm playing right now is the list I played dozens of games with, and I'm at the point with it where. The models aren't changing. I'm just changing around relics and and kind of plague companies and, sure. strat, uh, and when I use strats or like a unit, right? Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, so something. This was the first time I ran spawn. Yeah. Um, they did really good. They got up the table super fast. They're so good, man. Um, and they just uh, shot blocked dire avengers, yep. um, which is kind of what I wanted them to do there. Um, another thing uh, I've been trying to do is I'm trying to play with my book open to the stratagems at War of the Spider. And trying to expand out sure. what I can do. Because I think we talked about it in our War of the Spider review. Death Guard have so many situational stratagems. I think they have they have almost the second the second highest number of stratagems in the entire game for any one. Right. Direction. Right, for sure. And like a lot of them, but I was able to capitalize on a lot. Like uh, you charged my demon prince with a troop of Harlequins. And I was able to use my one CP stratagem to let my unit of plague marines heroically mm-hmm. intervene. Yep. Um, and then what that let me do was wipe out that squad with flails before they could do anything to the demon prince. Because I, I did get that demon prince down to like one. Well, wound. yeah, and there was a good chance that my shining spear exarch was going to ace him. Right. Like, and he just didn't. Yeah, you had some horrific dice rolls. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't like to blame that. For no, me. for was, sure. There was other. There was other. There was plenty of other reasons for me to lose. Uh, you did a really good job <laughs> of like blocking the backfield. So like, um, when I brought in my drill, which was my my assault drill, which has like my ten man plague marine unit in mm-hmm. it with the uh, biologist putrefier and the chaos lord. Right. I could only throw five grenades, um, because you had done a really good job of blocking me off of that, and I never got to. I never finished my deploy scrambles. Uh, secondary because I couldn't get a troop unit into the deployment zone. Yeah. Um, but with those five grenades, I killed a 10 man dire Avenger unit and a character. Yep. Cut down to one, the, just the Exarch left. Yep. Uh, and then uh, just, uh, yeah, just an Exarch and then killed the troop master entirely. Yeah. And the troop master did nothing that game yet again. So yeah. he, he had grenades thrown at him. Yeah, read it about his, it. Read it his face. Um, but I think it goes, and I was listening again, referencing back to chapter tactics, which you know, much better podcast. Go listen to that. Um, <laughs> but they whoa, 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 <laughs> much better podcast. They're a much Don't better competitive podcast. We're a much better. They're a hybrid shitty hybrid pod- podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, they were talking about one of the benefits of teams is if you have a lower skill player in your team, like how do you help them improve? Yeah. And it's like you put them up against one of your best players. You beat the shit out of them over and over. Mm-hmm. Tell them how you beat the shit out of them. Right. And then send them off into the world. And I think now for the past few years, Danny, you have literally just been like <laughs> beating the shit out of me competitively. Yeah, you did great, man. And it, and it really like playing against someone of your own skill level or lower, you learn very little. Sure. Um, but you can learn like some muscle memory stuff. Like, sure. And I think that's probably pretty valuable to a lot of people just to like, know. okay, in this situation, this is what I do. But I don't think I would have been able to capitalize on your mistakes as much if I hadn't been playing you for like years and just getting my ass kicked. 
So thank you for for letting me do that. You are so. I was welcome. gonna do like a visual joke for this, where I was, where I was like, I was gonna do a visual joke where it's like, yeah, I, I I beat you, Danny. I'm gonna put it on the wall of wins, and it was gonna be like <laughs> the whiteboard where you're gonna have like 18 million check marks under the Danny wins. I was just gonna go put like one big one because that's the, literally the first time I've beaten you. It's like you and yeah. our, our friend Josh. Um, you're my white whales where I've only beat oh, you Oh, you still once. haven't beaten Josh yet? I, I beat him once. Oh, okay, cool. And I beat him once when he was running a weird list he wanted to try out. Got him. Got him. <laughs> and I beat you when you're going to see if you can make Eldar work. <laughs> so we're going to ignore like the muscle memory armies that you're completely playing. We're just going to keep on doing like weird janky things. Um, that's the only game I played. I have a game lined up actually against Wallace next week. Nice. I have one for Saturday. For see that. Yeah, I see that. It's like my Saturday freed up, but I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I don't want to play uh <laughs> don't want to play Kevin anyway. Um and then yeah, I've done a ton of painting this week, which is I had a couple of days off, so so I got a lot of stuff kind of caught up. Um I painted a uh five spawn my my converted nice. five spawn they're all good to go so now i get my my cp or my dude my they look phenom- they look phenomenal too i'm they super excited uh, the only problem is i use the geller pox hellbreakers as bases which works great for nurgle mm-hmm. i cannot find them anywhere for less than 20 dollars each that's so crazy so i'm gonna have one amazing squad of geller pox and i was talking it over with you i'm gonna buy some uh, river trolls i'm sorry some trogoths the Fellwater Trogoths. Fellwater Trogoths is what they're called now. So I'm going to use their bodies, and then I think I'm going to get some ogre heads. So they're going to have these big, oh, cool. weird bodies and then tiny little heads. God, do I have ogre heads? I'm sure you do. You have a ton of ogres. Well, no, I gave them to Hogshead. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but anyway, like th- that's the plan for like my second squad. I think I want to own two squads of spawn. I don't think I'll ever run it. Um, then I also ordered up, so I will be able to field the oops all blight haulers. Nice, um, because there's a list I really want to run that I saw online, and it was a uh, Mortarian and a Supreme Command. It was a um, Outrider detachment. Oh, okay, with three units of three blight haulers, uh, and I believe a Demon Prince. And then it was a, like the whole list. And then it was a Chaos Demons Patrol. Oh, okay. With a great unclean one with a bell and two units of three Nurglings. Oh, nice. That's pretty cool. So, like, I think that list has a lot of play. Yeah, that seems good. And as much as I don't want to play someone else's list, that seems like really fun. Yeah, it does seem like a fun list for sure. So, I, I'm, I'm going to yeah, run that. that and also, cool. who doesn't need nine blade haulers? Nobody. Nobody. I. I <laughs> Finished painting up my corn lord this week too. Nice. Uh, and he looks rad. And, and Danny, you dropped off a bunch of corn guys. So I'm excited to kind of get those started so I can paint something else purple and gold. Uh, I painted a beast of Nurgle and then kind of got the other four beasts ready for the next stage. And I enjoyed it so much. And that model is so characterful yeah. that I think I'm going to buy just one beast of Nurgle a month. Oh, cool. And then wow. just have a couple of really big units of them because. Dude, that sounds rad. Yeah. They're just so amazing. Do you have Slimux? I do have Slimax. Yeah, nice. So gotta, yeah. gotta have him too. Gotta have him. Yeah. So you can poop out trees and, and buff buff beasts. Well, yeah, he makes beasts pretty good. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. Nice. Uh, do you do any hobbying this past couple of weeks? Uh, you bought those amazing new dice. I did. I got the uh, uh, I got the Forge World dice for White Scars and Iron Hands. I got a couple sets of those. 
Uh, let's see. Oh, I built the last Moriax finally. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have to prime those, like, because those need to get done by the end of the month, and it is, like, more than halfway. So I'll do that. I mean, like, my color. Oh, is that what you're taking to the Invitational? No, no, that's what I'm taking for, that's what I did for the paint challenge. Oh, I thought you were going to take those, like, like, you monster. (laughs) I could take that. Yeah. I think I do okay. I think you do pretty good. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, uh, I built a bunch of terrain. Oh, you did? Yeah. So I built uh, like three sets of ruins. I built uh, another box of the uh, uh, the add on for the starter set for terrain. Yeah. Um. So now I have enough of the <laughs> of the uh, cardboard boards to do to, a, full a full table. Table, you show off you. <laughs> um. And I have a lot of pipes. Like, believe me, let me <laughs> you're gonna you lay about, some pipe. Let me tell you about how much pipe I got. I could lay Yeehaw. easy four inches. Yeehaw. <laughs> why is that offensive because <laughs> you have so you know much what pipe. yeehaw to you too jeez <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh that's all the yees we can haw yep but not the haws we can yee but we're gonna take a quick break we'll be right back i'm sure you had more but this seems like a natural oh, it's, it's good it's fine do you have a single wound a standard bolt gun Having trouble maintaining an acceptable Xenos kill count? Only barely over two meters tall? Maybe it's time to ask your lieutenant if the Rubicon Primaris is right for you. The Rubicon Primaris is a prescription process that helps you to update that tired look. You may notice an increase in your purging abilities after two to, within two to four hours. You may experience loss of life, additional organs, and a points increase. Do not take the Rubicon if you plan on fitting into rhinos, drop pods, or other traditional vehicles. The Rubicon Primaris is not intended for second founding chapters. The Rubicon Primaris is for use on genetically enhanced super soldiers over the age of 800 only. You are encouraged to report negative side effects to your company's apothecary. The Rubicon Primaris. Because sometimes plot armor is just not enough. Oh, we are so back. We're back. So back. Yeehaw. And so, because <laughs> I used your line. Yeah. But that's okay because it's time. The worst character in Warhammer 40,000 ever. Oh, and b- before we start this one, this was a one of our Patreon suggested this amazing oh my character. God. Uh, I just so need to good. get, you know, ready yeah. specifically. You're, you're going to need it. We're going to need yeah. it for this one. We're, 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 we're truly up here. Um, <laughs> this is intense. This is intense. Uh, so this was suggested by one of our patrons. Uh, thank you so much for paying us to talk about the things that you know about already. Uh, we really appreciate that. Uh, this is our first foray into pre-third edition fluff. Oh, baby. Uh, where everything was a little looser. This is the grim dark, by the way, that people want to go back to. Is it though? Because <laughs> every every time they say they're going away from the grim dark, I'm like, you guys were around in, in well, second edition. I got right? some war dancer models. I want you to take a look at. <laughs> yeah, like see how grim dark this is. <laughs> this is uh, Inquisitor Sherlock Obi Wan Clouseau yeah. the third. <laughs> Who much likes grim dark hair metal and how grim dark that is? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, but this is um, 
a character from a chapter, a Space Marine chapter. Now, he's not a Space Marine. Uh, this We're talking today about Thaddeus. Uh, what's his, Thaddeus' last name here? Let me scroll. Who, f- who fucking cares? Who fucking cares? Uh, it's Thaddeus. I don't think he has one, dude. Oh, no. Tideus. I think it's Tideus. Tadeus. Tadeus uh, of the Ironheart Heart Space Marine chapter. Tadeus Jr.? If you haven't heard of, <laughs> heard of the Ironhearts, uh, you probably shouldn't. Speaking of 80s hair metal bands, that's oh, a great man. name for an 80s it hair metal really band. Um, well, it's like a combination of Iron Maiden and Heart. <laughs> so, yeah, the Ironhearts are a loyalist chapter, unknown founding, unknown origin. Um, they have a Primark. They have a Primark, so there's one of your lost two, and it absolutely wasn't just because uh, they called like Chapter Masters Primarks then. Uh, but their Primark was called Rubinik, which I think is like Robotnik, like the Sonic villain. Yeah. But in well, Primark Yeah, but it's before Sonic was out, man. I mean, Sonic's been out a while. Uh, yeah, R- Rubinik. <sighs> so Dr. Robotnik, the Primark of the Iron Hearts. Yeah. Um, Wait, doesn't Sonic have a lot of hearts in it? Like, don't you like... Rings, lots of rings. No, I know that there's rings, but like, isn't there a lot of hearts like on the animals and stuff like that? Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, like, they love dude. you all the way. Wow. It's just a total ripoff. Nice job. Games so Workshop. what makes the Ironhearts... Yeehaw. So, <laughs> yeehaw indeed. Um, what makes the Ironhearts <laughs> so unique is that they found a device called the Mimesis engine. Mimesis, 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 It was mitosis. De- they developed it over decades, uh, so it has like decades. Yeah, the average Shut development up. time of Skyrim, um, <laughs> and it was used. Uh, it was already so apparently it was already old when the emperor rose to power. So I'm guessing this is like from decades. Biblic- <laughs> biblical times. Decades, decades. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was to assist in the training of space marine neophytes uh which is what they called scouts at the time right right and black templars still do uh because so, black because these are actually black templars was oh, this like a successor chapter of black i'm templars? just making shit up again dude. sure absolutely yeah just real please that audience <laughs> um but so they, they made this machine this mimosis engine <laughs> the mimosa engine um and it was used to train. It was a v, it was a VR headset. Let's not lie. Yeah. So S- sort nothing of makes a space sort marine of. more better or like more well trained than playing Beat Saber for thousands <laughs> of years. Now I say it was a, a VR headset, but it was it wasn't really. God, none of this makes sense. It's great. So this is from the time where the the background story was free and loose. Uh, and also, people's knowledge about what virtual reality and technology is was freer and looser than that. Well, because it wasn't real yet. <laughs> it wasn't a reality. Yeah. If so, you will, virtually. It virtually wasn't a reality. So, apparently, the neophytes climbed into rod and wire strung battle suits that enabled them to interact with the virtual worlds generated. So, it seems like the the Mimosa engine was just like the holodeck in Star Trek. I was thinking it was like the things from, uh, oh man, what's that monster movie? The Kaiju movie? Oh, um, run in those Pacific stupid, Rim. Yeah, Pacific Rim. Um, <laughs> but this is when we come to uh, notable personnel. Um, Tidias. Uh, he was a technician chapter surf. Right. 
but also a sergeant, but also an instructor sergeant. So when he was done with his like long shift of like polishing people's armor and peopling people's armor on, he then went and trained them on how to fight. <laughs> Here, I got this spot off. Don't shoot over there. <laughs> Um, when during time of his induction, he was an initiative honor, which apparently is a thing. Um, people were saying like, "Hey, man, he's going to be a company commander. He's going to be the next Primark. <laughs> he's going to be a chapter master given time." However, his body rejected the gene seed from the Space Marines. Not once, not twice, but thrice, thrice. <laughs> so this guy, who was the savior of this chapter, a warrior so good that he could be chapter master someday. Um, was his body rejected the very basic thing space marines need right so uh what they did he was reassigned to maintenance on the mimes uh, so, mimosa engine yeah so i just like to point out though the third time that they tried to implant the gene seed in him he got the flu <laughs> covid is still strong <laughs> even in, in, in the 41st, 41st millennium, millennium. <laughs> oh man so yeah, um, so he was put. Jesus, he was just, <laughs> Jesus Christ! So obviously, if you have this dude who isn't good enough to be a space marine, you put him in charge of your top secret training, right? Um, and of course, like you know, since he's the last guy alive, and you've just had these these neophytes that have been like in these suits for years or whatever. Who knows? Yeah, um, um, your chapter dwindles down to just these neophytes and this this instructor sergeant, right? But yeah, smash cut back to just chapter oh, life in general. Okay. Um, so before they started each exercise, they did their incantation to make sure the emperor protects them. Sure. Um, when they're using this weird technology from before the emperor's time, which I don't think you would probably be De- real cool with. Decades. Decades. <laughs> decades. From biblical times. They found it in Jerusalem. Um, uh, if it's one of the things in the Ark of the Covenant, the other two things were McDonald's wrappers. <laughs> so, but apparently people didn't want to use it. So over time, interest fell. Like they were like, oh, we can just, you know, kill people for real. Like we can right. take our implants. Uh, so they were like killing fake gene stealers, Listen, fake orcs. <laughs> Luckily, they also played uh, with fake demons because the project finally was doomed when a horde of corn demons led by a chaos lord called. What was the chaos lord called? Cargon the seed bearer. <laughs> so let me tell you which guy you don't want to get invaded by. Wait, let me let me just open my other can because Jesus. <laughs> the seed bearer. Is this sort of like from Ghostbusters where you have the key master? Yeah. I, I think so, but in a more overtly sexual way. So he's finally gonna get that gene seed implanted in him. Oh man, is he gonna implant some seed? But and so, the irony of this guy, so Tideus, the seedless. <laughs> your, your seed has no effect on me. <laughs> I, oh, no, my only weakness. So Impotence. <laughs> so the holodeck that they're training people in yeah. had a, a warp invasion. Um, and it's very specific that they didn't go into real space. No, no, they went into the machine. They went into the machine. So corn. Uh, most thoughtful and you know planning and strategy of the chaos gods was like, should I slaughter mm-hmm. these dudes mm-hmm. and take their skulls? And like, no, I'm just going to kill them in the digital world, Digimon style. 
Did she did so she monsters? When he saw when Instructor Sergeant Taddeus, because he'd finished his shift as just a <laughs> fucking tech support, saw that all of these corn demons and this chaos lord had invaded the virtual realm. What mm-hmm. does he do? Dude, he plugs right in. He jacks himself in. He's like, gotta go in like Keanu Reeves in the Matrix. Right. Do you uh, think he has a shaved head? Whoa, yeah, I absolutely think he does. Bro. I think he's kind of like the people who aren't allowed to be cops, but dress like cops all the time. Oh, I see. Okay. So, like, he's just permanently, like, he has, like, the scout neophyte armor on, but it's too heavy for him, so he's, like, gimpy around with it. Well, he's got the flu constantly. <laughs> it's just permanent sniffles. He's like, gonna go into the machine. <laughs> um <laughs> But if you were in a virtual world and you were a space marine fighting a Cornet invasion, he did the right thing. He was like Terminator armor. Yes. Yep. So he plugged himself into Terminator armor. Well, wait, virtual Terminator armor. Yeah, no, it wasn't real one because he rejected the the implant so he couldn't wear real armor. Right, right. Even though Inquisitors can, they didn't tell him that. No. Well, he's not ranked high enough to do no. that. Um, so the, <laughs> what happened then? Was he went in with Terminator armor, but a chainsword and bolt pistol was his weapon of choice. Oh. So it's like he used all of his in-game currency for the Terminator armor. For the armor, yeah. But he couldn't upgrade his his, his weaponry. Um, And that's the big sad. But yeah, but on the plus side, he was really good. He uh, single-handedly annihilated most of the, the demons that were coming in. Wow. However, the seed bearer. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Okay, Owen Wilson, the seed bearer, uh, got his strength back by killing several of his demonic minions and absorbing in-game. their power. In-game. Right. So he looted their corpses. So he looted their corpses got in-game. Some power-ups. Uh, he was going to then use uh, Teddy's mental link with the real world to move him and his demonic forces into the real world, mm-hmm. which, from my knowledge of the warp, he could have just started with that. Right. Um, but So he does, though, right? Yeah, so it's after this is the fate isn't known. Well, I mean, I think that they showed up in real life and they saw that there was a dude with a flu who was strapped into a machine, <laughs> and they were like, "Okay, well, I mean, we can just end the story here." Yeah, you know how you get to that point when you're playing a game and you're like, "Hey, bro, yeah, let's talk out the rest know of this." How this is going to go? Let's kind of talk out the rest of this. Um. So yeah, because he came. Uh, yeah the the the, the outpost got launched. So and. He is garbage. Tedius is garbage. I mean, I know we challenged you guys to come to us with suggestions that were really bad. This is bad. But he is the worst. Uh, He's he's up there. Um, He had the gene seed rejected so hard that he had the permanent flu. He's a fucking loser, dude. He's a loser. He's a mall ninja. He's like the ultimate mall ninja. He's Paul Blart. Uh, we don't have our board behind us right now. Right. But let's skip. It's down for some repairs. The well, STC was broken. Let's let's skip right past uh, positions five through two. Because uh, he is worse than Caius at five. He is worse than the 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 Dawn of War guy at four. Uh, he is worse than... It's on, on, on Vaugh. Yeah, right? so, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's worse than on Vaugh. He's worse than... He's worse than Kato Sicarius. He's stupider than Drago and Kato Sicarius. By far. So he is... Caius, by... You had a very short-lived run in our top right. five worst characters. Is he worse than a Necron pirate? Ooh. That is that is where I struggle. Because... Yeah, the whole concept of a Necron... No, you know what? He is. He is worse. So 
This is literally yeehaw. Why? Yeah. Okay. This is literally the guy, the character from South Park. The uh, you know that which has no life cannot be killed. The 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 guy from so the the World of Warcraft. Yeah, the World of Warcraft episode. He is that guy. That is tidiest. I mean, I almost want to combine it with the seed bearer because that dude. Hi, I'm a corn lord. Dude, who has the arch nemesis is a guy that talks about his balls. (laughs) Not only that. So he's a corn lord, and he's like, corn, I'm going to bring you so many skulls. You're going to send me so quickly. Oh, yeah, how are you going to do that? I'm going to go into a video game program. Let me show you. Some. Let me show you some virtual skulls. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever gotten this many achievements, corn? I didn't think so. It's been an eight-week run at the top, but I, I have to agree. Yeah. Tadius is the worst character. He is the worst character in, in 40K. 40K so yep. far. Um, this puts our top three of this, like, really strong people. So we have Tadius. Um which we can, I guess, represent with just uh, a Bretonian like man at arms model. Oh God, yeah, that's accurate. That's because that's pretty much what we he is. We need to Dremel the crotch though, so we make sure that there's has has no, no dick. balls because they perform that part of the space marine surgery oh, before the gene seed in. Uh, like, sorry, God, what a bummer too, right? Your gene seed got rejected, but we already cut off. I your actually dick. think it was just him. <laughs> like after the third time, they're like, "Oh yeah, sorry, man," and the. Attempt to really make this stick. We had to cut you. We had to cut off your balls just so there would be no none of his sons that they'd waste their time with. <laughs> and three Space Marines potential gene seed. Yeah, they wasted three entire Space Marines on this dude to have permanent sniffles. Um, so we have Tidius number one. We have Thazar Necron Pirate number yep. two, and then number three Caldor Dra- Drago. Yeah, Drago. Yep, that is a strong top three. Dang, dude, I don't even know how we're going to top this. But we asked you guys last time to let us know who can top the chart. And I'm shocked. To be I'm honest. shocked. I didn't think it could get worse than the Necron Pirate. But this is a dude I had no knowledge of no, before his name came I up. I had no idea. I this, had no idea this was the thing. This is a guy I found no information on searching for his name. I had to search by the chapter to find any information on it. So, yeah, go to, like, Lexiconum and look up Ironhearts. Yep. Um, I want to see your guys' Ironhearts miniatures, too, because um, yeah. what color scheme would they have? I think they would be... Just ceramite white because they're so shitty they don't even paint their armor. Ugh. It's terrible. I don't even know. Yeah. No 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 idea. But let us know who can beat this top three of madness. Caius from the Dawn of War games. Bye. He's gone. He's gone, dude. He's just a winter soldier well, for he's goats. Not, he's not from Dawn He's was not it? from the Dawn of War. I thought he was from Dawn of War. Well, he they're Oh wait, yes, he is from Yeah, Dawn he's from War. Dawn of War. Yes. No, you're fine. I was thinking he was from you were saying he's from Fire Warrior. Oh no, no, he's from the case. Dawn of War games. Yeah, but that was a different shitty. He's case. just a winter soldier knockoff. So right. Onva is perilously close to to being knocked out of the top five worst uh, Warhammer characters. Space Pope. Space Pope. Um let us know who is the worst character. We have a couple of great suggestions. Uh but I don't know if they're gonna top these two. Uh but if you think yeah. they will, let us know. Yeah. The worst character in Warhammer 40,000 ever. Earl Hagen was a legend. In 1960, he whistled his way into Hollywood and into our hearts. Decades later, he made a comeback lending those lustrous lips in the 1980s to such bands as the Scorpions, Guns N' Roses, and Pat Benatar. A half century after his humble beginnings, he's at it again, this time without cumbersome musical accompaniment, 
he'll have you wetting your whistle and whistling along. His new album, Earl Whistles Disney, is sure to be a hit with all generations. Order now and receive a bonus album, Earl Whistles More Shit, a collection of previously unreleased material of Earl's favorite songs through the years. On this bonus album, he demonstrates his newly mastered technique of inward whistling. Order yours today on compact disc or double-length cassette. Also available at fine retailers such as Walgreens, CVS, and participating Sam Goody stores. Earl Whistles Disney. Buy it today. Oh, man, people hate that commercial, but I love it so. It's my favorite. It's Yeah, and that's why it'll never go away. Also, because unlike our Primaris, uh, Rubicon Primaris ad, it doesn't get outdated by new rules. Speaking of new rules. Oh, yeah, baby. I'm so smooth with those transitions. Yeah, dude, nice job. Uh, there was a big preview last weekend. Uh, it was the big Codex preview. So cool. Where they, they released a bunch of information about Space Marines and let us know the Necrons were getting in Codex, too. Yeah. Hey, look yeah. at that. Yeah, look at that. And then Man, they they show off some cool models. Uh, I, yeah, I almost started a Necron army again. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Um, yeah, dude, I am so excited. All right, so let's talk about Necrons first, then we can talk let's about do it. Marines. Okay. Um, so they previewed uh, one data sheet from each of the new books. One Necron data sheet, one Space Marine data sheet. The Necron data sheet they previewed is a brand new spanking unit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Ophidian Wraiths. Yep. Or Ophidon Wraiths. I think it's Ophidian, though. Um, so they are, or not Wraiths, I'm sorry, Destroyers. <laughs> I say Wraiths because they <laughs> look very much like the third edition Wraiths. Uh, yeah, real like, skinny. Right, real skinny, snake body, a couple of weird manipulator claws. Um, but these guys also have some of the swords and weapons from the uh, Scorpac Destroyers as well. Oh, nice! Yeah. Um, so they look cool. Um, they seem like they're a decent unit. I don't know how amazing they are yet. I mean, we'll have to wait and see exactly how they work. Um, but I'm pretty hyped for them. Uh, the other thing that was previewed was uh, some of the stats for the Silent King. Oh, yeah, they did do that. Um, so yeah, so they showed how many wounds he has. He has 16 wounds, and then each of his little men here's the little uh, uh, the little body blockers that he has. The Triarchal men here. Yeah. Are they uh, six wounds? Is that right? Uh, they are five wounds each. Oh, five wounds each. Three okay. up, save, one attack each. So, so one attack each. Imagine getting punched in the face by a minute. I think it just falls on him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weapon skill six. So, yeah, just like, meh. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, those guys are meant to take some blows for him. So, before he starts redu- losing wounds, you can take some wounds on these little men here. Um, I would guess that they probably have some, like, an invulnerable save and or, like, quantum shielding. I think that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, what else? Flayed um, ones. Yes. Yeah, so Remember they, oh what I was talking God, about last dude, year? They were so, those models are so awesome. Uh, I want like 40 of them and I don't have enough uh, Necrons. Yeah, they have just like little faces on them. Uh, the claws are so much longer. Dude, and they, like they're all crouched and hunched and they have raptor claws on their feet. Yep. Um, and like the skins and stuff look phenomenal. I love the arm that's hanging down, like the fully skinned arm that's hanging sure. off of one. Uh, they have flesh hunger as a rule. Uh, I don't know if that's a new rule or not. It is. Uh, where any enemy non-vehicle unit and a, a modified hit roll of six is one additional hit. Yes. So they are, I believe, four attacks a model. Right. Or three attacks a right, model. Right now. But I, I think they're going to be beefed up a little bit. Well, uh, and they re-roll failed to wound rolls all the time. Yeah. 
Man, I think they're going to be a really solid assault unit. They're going to be um, they're going to be amazing. Uh, they also did a whole bunch of new cryptics. Yes, yeah, right? so they did uh, two new cryptics. They did the uh, uh, Psychomancer uh, and the uh, Chronomancer. Um, so the Chronomancer is probably one of my favorite like conceptual models in the game because he just controls time. So and they previewed the rules for this Chronometron, and uh, he's got some scarabs, like some nano scarabs that he shoots out. Um, which Thunderfire cannons people. <laughs> I think my favorite thing about that model is everything is like all of his stuff is cubed apart from like the ball on the top of his staff, which really draws the eye. Like the model is amazing. Well, so and if you look at his back rack, right, he's got the four cubes except mm-hmm. or three cubes. One of them is missing, which is in his hand separating out into like energy, like controlling the four sides of it. So, you know, all of the cubes on his back, like they can all do that. I think that's pretty cool. Oh, it's amazing. Um, and uh, his chronometron, they changed it. So the chronometron used to be an aura of three inches, and you get a five plus invulnerable save against shooting attacks. Mm-hmm. Now it's pick a unit within nine inches. Yep. And they get a five plus invulnerable save, which is uh, so good. And they can reroll charges. Oh, right. Yes. Also that. Um, because the chronometron like slows down time around. Which them. is really good for your new unit of flayed ones. Hell yeah. Well, flayed ones for the new uh, destroyers. Yep. Um, and like giving a unit, any unit, a five up invul, huge, like it can be anything. It could be a monolith. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which they didn't preview the rules for no, that. I was really, bummed about, really that. bummed about that. Um, and then the psychomancer, he seems really cool. And the first instance we've seen of, uh, so he gives a, an aura of minus one leadership, but he also makes you fail combat attrition tests at an extra minus one. So if you fail a morale test and you're below half strength, you're running away half the time. You're a minus three. Which is crazy. I like that he's using Nightbringer energy. Hell yeah. To do it. And it's the digital skull that's like he's projecting from two little like things that he's using to also stand on. It's it's amazingly well done. Oh, so good. Uh, they're all on tentacle bodies. Uh, the Psychomancer in particular, you're going to want to have some custom cut foam <laughs> to, to put that guy in because yeah, he has... No kidding. He seems wild. Night haunt style uh, <laughs> connections <laughs> Dur- to bases. Night's not high durability is a new feature that Necrons have. Uh, uh, let's talk about Space Marines. Let oh. me talk about my favorite thing about the Space Marine preview, which was the Primaris Reinforcements video that they did. Dude, how... Okay, so first of all, they directly parodied the uh, Age of Sigmar one. Yep. We're just, we're gonna oh, play this, yeah. Lord Cole, uh, you can't just solve all of our problems by making more Primaris Space Marines. <laughs> the hell I can't. <laughs> <laughs> he just smashes the. What was that? Was that the Rubicon button? No, it just it's a button that says Primaris. Hell yeah. <laughs> Self-aware GW is best GW. Oh, it's so peak, dude. Like, um, I'm so happy about this. But yeah, Space Marines are essentially a new army now with the amount of, like, we're almost at the point of splitting books. So, like, you have old Space Marines, new Space Marines. Yeah. We're almost at the point of legending uh, tactical Marines. And honestly, I'm okay with that at this point. Because, like, right now, okay, so right now, Primaris Marines have Assault Intercessors, Intercessors, Heavy intercessors, incursors, and infiltrators, all as troop choices. Yes. So that's five troop choices that they have, all, like right off the bat, that they can use to great effect. Without even looking at, by the way, I'm loving this techno background music. It's pretty good. It's pretty great. Um, uh, the the girl who uh, edits all of their videos, uh, Pegasticks on Twitter. Okay. Um, just does some great work for all of this stuff. Nice. Here. 
Do we just demonetize ourselves? <laughs> uh, who knows? I think our content and lack of listeners uh, demonetizes us quite, yeah. quite enough. Uh, but she also has some amazing conversions. Uh, oh, she's the one with like, the gash. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She does some amazing conversions. Uh, so yeah. they previewed the heavy intercessors, uh, a new captain. Um, they previewed uh, the multi-part kit for eradicators. Right, eradicators and blade guard veterans. Yep. Uh, they have the new land speeder. The multi-part assault intercessor kit. Oh, yeah, that too. Apparently, all assault intercessors do get thunder hammers. Yes, which oh, is disgusting. Um, <laughs> you have the three new storm speeders. Right, they're not land speeders. They're storm speeders. Yep. Fuck you, Arkenland. Yeah, the joke is gone now. <laughs> um, and I, I like the data sheet for the storm speeder that they did. because they. Oh, sorry. They did preview three data sheets then, I guess, didn't they? Yeah. So did the storm speeder and the heavy intercessors. Yes. Um, so the Storm Speeder, I love that it gets a rule where if it's taken in a Ravenwing army, or uh, sorry, a Dark Angels army, it gets the Ravenwing keyword. Yes. So cool. Like, on, I mean, we complain about how this is another, another new Space Marine book um, within a year, but this is how, for me, Space Marine should be done. Yeah, yeah Blood Angels, Space, uh, Space Wolves, uh, Dark Angels, they all deviate. But we're at a point where right. it should be a supplement uh, on I, the I main just, core I book. totally agree. They have so many units now. Like, it's just... 98 98 space marine units there is and that's yeah. not including the blood angels ones the dark angels ones or space so, wolves or space wolves. or all the any of the other supplements so units. what i see happening is i don't see long fangs being a thing anymore i don't maybe see, i don't see gray hunters being a thing anymore well i don't know though those units have different rules though some of the uh, for sure but i think they can be represented in other ways um so i, I see some slimming down hopefully that way because otherwise like i would be shocked john if this, this happens the space wolf and blood angels supplements are going to be almost as big as a regular codex yeah so well no they won't be because you're taking out like 90 percent of the entries right that's because fair. all you're left is characters and special units. And, like, granted, Space Wolves have a lot specifically. Right, right. But, like, Blood Angels pretty much just have Death Company, Sanguinary Guard, but Bale Do you Predator. see Space Wolves having their Wolf Scouts still? Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I mean, I, I could... I, I Oh, maybe not. So that's what I'm saying. So I'm Like, seeing, maybe Wolf Scouts, I could see that. I can see Wolf Scouts. I can see Long Fangs going away. Because what, just, what extra special rules do long fangs have? Long, long fangs reroll ones naturally, like to their uh, to shots. I see that could be a strat. Yeah, but it won't be. No, there's no. I don't we'll, we'll see. Well, well anyway, I mean, we'll see. So, like, uh, yeah. So we'll see how that. I, how I have that something for this. Is the, okay. the baseless speculation <laughs> brought to you by Spiky Bits? So, like, probably <laughs> right. So, uh, space wolves have a ton of units, though, right? They right. have all the special characters. And then you have two troop choices. Yep. And like, I think you, maybe you make it so that like, okay, so here's something I can see. Sure. Like as an entry, they say devastator squads gain the wolf, uh, gain the long fangs keyword and they get this ability. Yes. I can see that. Or like, uh, gray hunters, like tactical Marines get this ability and they can take this equipment for sure. Like and I see some slimming down that way. I can see that instead of like an entire unit entry, it's just these, this unit gets this keyword. Sure. But like blood claws, you can't like just replace blood claws because they're very different. Fair. Um, and then we got some of the new weapon profiles previewed, uh, like the multi Malta. Yep. Uh, Oh yeah. Cause that was a different article, right? Um, same article. 
Uh, oh, they previewed, sorry, for the Eradicators, they previewed that they can take a multi-melta in the squad. Yes. Yep. Um, um, and then you can take, like, I think you can take the Neo-Volkite pistol on the Sergeant of the Blade Guard Veterans yes. as well. Um, I, I gotta say, the Storm Speeder, beautiful model. I think it's a great model, yeah. I really like, like all it. All of them are, like, super great. Um, I love the aesthetic of Space Marines now if you ignore um, Boomer Marines. Yeah, I, I, I do agree with that. I think like I think eventually what they need to do, and it could be coming up like in the next Space Marine Codex, which is probably about, I, w- I hope it's three years away. To be so honest. I was going to say it's going to be coming out this October, so that puts the next Space Marine Codex at August. <laughs> um, or just splitting off the 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 uh the mini marines into their own book yeah oh, that'd be fine too yeah uh and then after that we yeah. got a next in line uh what's coming next uh oh right death guard looking like november coming mm-hmm. out uh as well as the so the, it's blood angels death guard death the, watch, death watch and space, space wolves, wolves all coming out by the end of the year Dark Angel is not coming out until January. Right. And then and the next Xenos Codex as well. And then the next Xenos Codex in January too. So it looks like we're two a month again uh, for calendar year 2021. Crazy. So, Man, what a crazy release cycle this has been. Yeah, like, for sure. It's going to keep getting crazy. It's going to keep getting crazier, uh, but it needs to because... Uh, oh, also they announced the Forge World, uh, the Compendium. Oh, finally. Yeah, finally. So everything from Forge World is going to be redone. So I was reading some I was reading some stuff on uh, on some, on some the Discord server, um, and someone had comp- compiled the number of data sheets. Apparently there's 198 data sheets in this Imperial Armor book. Oh, wow. But the number of data sheets in the current <laughs> in the current uh, uh, chapter approved yep. is like three hundred something. So there's going to be a lot of reduction of Forge World. Yeah. So either they're going to start combining unit entries, which I don't know. We'll see. Um, or there and or there's going to be a ton of reduction. Yeah. I think there's going to be a ton of reduction. A lot of the out of print stuff is going to be gone. Um, yeah. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see how that how that all plays out. Especially because it's all combined into one book now, as opposed to three that right. was before. Right. Uh, I'm and, super excited for my Death Guard, though. because Oh, that, yeah. So they're getting a new character and a fortification, it looks like. Yeah, game. it looks like a fortification, a new character, uh, probably some changes to some basic rules. Um, and again, it's, I'm very excited. I, I think it's it's time, like, the book we were talking about is, is three, four years old. Yeah, um, it's one of the oldest books. Up until uh, a couple months Actually, ago. Actually, it is the oldest book. It is because it was the first codex that came out with 8th edition. Yeah. it Was was it before or, Space Marines? It might have been. Or I don't know. I don't know, but it kind of, like, I think those came out, came out, out same, like, yeah, those were the same time. The same time. Um, but it's going to be the oldest 8th edition book by the time For it sure. came out. Uh, and up until War of the Spider, it was just okay. So, if that, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited to see what we get. We got a new character, which looks like a HQ Terminator version Dude, of he's got the a Twin Link Flamer. Twin Link Flamer. It's like Power a, Fist. Yeah. Hell yeah. So I'm excited to see where that goes uh, and kind of what comes out there. Um, that's our baseless speculation for that. Um, we're going to come right back. And Danny's got something to get off of his chest. Okay. Baseless speculation <laughs> brought to you by Spiky Bits. Probably. Danny, usually I'm the one who complains from my soapbox. Uh, <laughs> I, I use it to cover for my lack of skill. For uh, sure. And time playing the game. But now that accurate, I'm... Accurate. 
now that I'm good, yeehaw. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's totally fair. I, I I can't kind of complain so much, but I agree with you on this rent, which is why I was added at the eleventh hour. It really, like, literally today, really was literally today. And we have oh, we have still talk about other stuff too after this. But that's cool. We can yeah. we can no, roll we, into we this other stuff, dude. Yeah. Um, okay, so before we talk about this, really, quick, let me mute this here. I just want to say one more thing. Oh yeah, for sure. Games Workshop released an article, right? Yeah. About weapon changes in general. Yes. So they listed out all of the different weapons that were being changed. And they're all things that we thought we were changing. Flamer range going up, multi-melta, new melta rules. Seems like it's pretty it was, much it's better. Pretty much the stuff from Indominus that people were bitching about. So like the storm shields, yep. some and, of those stuff. And then like listing out different units that that would affect. Right. So like, you know, storm shields and custodes, like, like blah, blah, blah. Big like, winners, big losers. Right, right. Let's sell some Sisters of Battle Retributor boxes because they No appear, kidding. They, they appear so many times. So much yeah. better, yeah. Um, so of course this set the internet on, on fire because like, oh shit, look, space Marines are getting all of this stuff. Let's totally ignore that. Uh, like every, like most, all the Imperial armies plus chaos armies, since they share so much like war gear are getting updates in addition to all the other armies that buy that borrow Imperial war gear, like gene sealer cults and things like that. I think that, my right? favorite thing was like people were complaining about it online and they're like, yeah, another space Marine buff. When are my elder going to get love? And I'm like, well, your, your banshees have power swords, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. And they're like, yeah. But aside from that one, what is everyone else getting? I'm like, well, gene, gene sealer cult has access to a lot of that stuff, right? <laughs> well, aside from that army, well, I'm like, well, chaos space Marines, have right. a lot of, you know, and it's just like, it's, it's not it just, just space Marines going. Yeah. Man. So, look, guys, like, okay, first of all, let's talk about Space Marines. All right. So. This is a salty ditty. <laughs> is what I have this under here because it's from Thazar. It works. Oh, right. <laughs> it's like an 8-bit pirate tune. Heck yeah. Um, Space Marines represent the easiest financial opportunity for Games Workshop over any different other faction. So updating Space Marines is the most financially easy and sound decision that Games Workshop can make because they can make one kit and make it apply to like 11 different armies, right? Because the Space Marine chapters like individually are so much different than any other than any other faction. Like a Space Marine chapter, like the difference between White Scars and Iron Hands is so much different than the difference between like Vostroyans and Catachins for Imperial Guard. Like, you just can't compare the two, like, on any kind of reasonable basis. And, yeah, that's because Space Marines have gotten more support and things like that. Um, that I mean, that's that's just the, that's the way that it is. It's literally the most popular army in the game for good reason. Let me put this into another perspective. Uh, Games Workshop stock price, uh, when uh, 8th edition was released, uh-huh. was $39.65 a share. Okay. Uh, and we've been kind of complaining that 8th edition was like hugely Space Marine focused. They had a lot of Space Marine units come out. People have made graphs of like only the, last year, the, though, the right? hundreds of units that Space Marines have like put out. Uh, their stock price today is $128 a share. Man, so it's like so that is, that is quadruple almost. Oh, because it was $30 a share? It was $30 a share yeah, when it came out. Yep. Um, so yeah, Space Marines sell. Yeah, and like I remember in my time working as a manager, like uh, and ordering Games Workshop uh, product quite often uh, in a game store, like just the Space Marine line itself. Like, in fact, just Tactical Marines outsold the entire Fantasy line. Yeah, <laughs> I think when the like, End Times came along, the paint range was outselling the Fantasy it's cra- line. It's crazy. So, like. 
you, like to put this in, to put this, and this was way before end times. We're talking like sixth edition fantasy, right? Oh man, um, good so, fantasy. <laughs> well, all right. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm muting myself again. <laughs> um, space Marines take up a lot of space, and Space Marines, like it, just the ability for the, for Games Workshop to profit off these guys is crazy high, and they're all they're all different. It only takes a little bit to like make all of these to it only takes a little bit of effort to make a sale that can span, you know, like I said, like you've got six base space Marine factions that come in that, are, that come in supplements. Right. So that's six armies. Uh, there was seven supplements that came out, right? Cause there was one for each, uh, original chapter. Did six. Cause there's nine original loyalist chapters. Okay. So you have six, the the original loyalists plus space wolves. Yep, space wolves, blood angels, blood angels. death watch, dark angels, dark angels. Okay, so you're that that's ten. So that's so already we're at ten baseless, and that's without doing custom chapters. Right, not custom chapters. We're Homebrew not count, chapters. We're not counting gray knights, although we fucking gray could knights. because gray knights use a lot of the same vehicles and other units that space marines use. Sure. So. It's very easy again for Games Workshop to really make an impact by releasing one kit and then giving it to access to it to all these space. So you chapters. could make one unit, right? And you could make uh, okay, this is my Chaos Space Marine unit, and you sell that to four to five armies, maybe like max, right? Right. Whereas if you make that same unit but put a, like a little Space Marine price tag on it, that's eleven armies, like easy. right off the bat, that yep. have to buy that unit. Done so. Yeah. So, oh yeah, sorry, we didn't count Black Templars. Who does? They have their own supplement. Who does? I mean, yeah, fair. Anyway, so like, there's like a dozen armies. In addition, if you count up all of the armies in 40k, like because the Space Marine armies do play so much differently, I do count them as different armies. Like you can count them as one if you want to. Um, that's up to you. But they play so much differently and so thematically compared to other armies that you you almost have to count them as different. Like ever since the supplements came out, oh my uh, God, like yeah. an, an Iron Hands list is completely different from an Imperial Fist list, which is completely different from a Raven Guard list. Right. And like the Iron Hands and Imperial Fist are both shooty chapters, right? Mm-hmm. But they play totally differently, which is great. And they, is exactly how they should. Anyway. <sighs> that picks on you. Like, so to complain about Space Marines, like, getting this huge buff, you're complaining about half the armies in the game, or, like, a third of the armies in the entire game, like, getting a buff. Because, like, if you count those 12, there's probably only about 25, 26, like, total armies in the game. And maybe, I will maybe 30. I will say Space Marines are generally the, the most forgiving faction. For sure. Because I know when we talked about our game, right, and you were talking about playing Eldar and going back to Craft World... You have to deploy really well. You have yep. to play really well. Whereas the Space Marine armies are designed almost for the new player to come in and they can make mistakes and they can yeah. do things, right? I mean, so, obviously not high level, but... Sure. The the So the issue is, right, like Space Marines are always like fairly easy to kill. Mm-hmm. Um, although, you know, of course that may change. Like, I don't really know. Like, heavy intercessors seem very good. Um, but, like, they they have a low skill like it's easy to get into space marines and be okay right but i think it's probably pretty hard to play space marines at a super high level like you still have to be a good player to do well with them but you can kind of come in throw like a few repulsors down on the table and do really well with them right probably not oh okay 
I would say. I mean, you 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 may you may say that you can do that, but like things any, that I've lost to a lot, well, just gonna throw it out there. Well, I mean, like, but at the same time, like, so don't disparage our other teammates, John. <laughs> no, he's a meme. I'm better than him. He's I'm a gonna, meme. I. So okay, my my point my point to all this right is that like. Saying that it's you're sick of seeing Space Marines get updates is not really a fair comment because they can they 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 take up so much of like everything in the game and they're the yeah they're a Mary Sue yeah they're the most but they are the most popular army and Games Workshop is going to continue to do things that make smart that that make good business decisions for them and this is one of them I don't think this is going to drive anybody out of the game and I think that they're really doing a good job of fully replacing lines. Like they did that with Sisters of Battle. Yep. Um, they're they're going to be doing that with other armies. Like they're doing that with Necrons. Like yep. the entire Necron line pretty much is getting replaced. Uh, and apart that's from like huge Ghost Arcs and your Croissant ships, everything is is pretty new. Ghost Arcs, Ghost Arcs, uh, the, or the Arcs, the barges. Mm-hmm. So the Catacomb Command barge, the Flyers, Immortals, and Death Marks, and Wraiths, and Tomb Spiders. Like that's it. I think that's it. Like there, everything else is getting. It's crazy. There's so many more units, so much more playability. Like I'm very excited about that release. Um, but yeah, I just, I, it's it. And secondly, the second part of this is, as we've seen, as we've seen with a new article that literally came out today. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm very excited. You about only it. have a small piece of the picture until you have the actual book in your hand. So complaining that Space Marines are going to get a buff is stupid because you obviously haven't seen points. Like, yeah, we've seen some weapon profiles, but we haven't seen them all. We don't know what else has changed. And things are changing and getting better. But Games Workshop has already said that points are going up on Space Marines in general. So, like, the game is already less killy. I think that Space Marines are going to be not as easy to play. I think it's going to be probably harder to play them. Well, and it's what we were hearing from playtesters about ninth is you need to specialize in one faction because it's going it's to get so much complicated. harder to yeah. play well. It's going to, I think it's going to be a lot harder to just jump around between a bunch of stuff because like the ability that the supplements give games workshop to like really delve into a faction and like make them have access to like 50 stratagems. Yeah. It's hard to like know exactly which ones to play at any one given time. But it's an important thing, again, to look into. You don't have the full picture. Right. And so because you don't have the full picture, like we saw today when they released the article about how character auras are changing. So I would say the biggest complaint about Space Marines, right? Biggest complaint about Space Marines, all the rerolls. Yes. Like rerolls are so powerful. Like chapter master rerolls are so dumb. They ignore all my negative penalties to hit. And now there's only a negative one anyway. And like, yeah, they're just going to hit with everything. It's going to really suck. But now like we're seeing, yeah, they're going to have rerolls, but the rerolls are going to be limited by what units can accept them because they're adding in this new core keyword. Yeah. And the core keyword is specifically designed so that all of the most powerful auras the army has is only going to affect troops, which like John and I have talked about this quite a bit. We both love this change. Like, yeah. We think it's amazing. It's so simple. It's so deep. Like for us, it came out of left field. Like neither of us were expecting this no. to be the change. But even if you look at what they talked about for Space Marines being core, where it's Terminators, bikes, like troops, things right. like that, it makes perfect sense. Yep, exactly. And the the beauty of it 
is if something starts getting too good, like say say aggressors or core troops, right. and they're getting too good and they're getting too buffs, they just release an FAQ that says remove the core keyword. Yeah, instantly worse. If they have something that isn't as good, like um, the new Space Marine land speeder or storm speeder, if right. that, it is, that isn't add the core keyword. Is such a simple, powerful change to make. Oh my god, it's huge! Like that changes everything about them, and it, it makes them. It makes so many, so many other different things apply. Like uh, I, I can't express enough how how great of a change that how, uh, how great of a change. But for all the people that were complaining about Space Marines, like the day before, like you had no idea. No, like you had no idea what was coming down the road next. But you decided just to complain without seeing the entire picture first. So I think it's super important that not only do you see the entire picture, but you also wait until we have like some viable actual numbers to actually complain about this stuff. Yeah. So like. <laughs> When Space Marines are totally dominating the meta, totally. It's totally fine to complain about that. Like, if they're getting a 70% win rate with a new book, like, that's great. But, like, to complain about them now is stupid because we, like, new book is right around the corner. We have no idea what we're going to see in it. I mean, we have some idea. We actually know. We have a pretty good idea what we're going to see. We have a pretty good idea what we're going to see. But we don't know the particulars, and the devil is in the details for this stuff. But I think the important thing to remember is we alluded to to it earlier with our kind of 40K MZ. There's no competitive play really going on right now. There's nothing really happening. So the slightest bit of news that's being released is being torn apart for any kind of negativity to fuel Com 40K. So, like for instance, so Salamanders won one grand tournament, right in in uh, in the United States, like the one that was going on, and they won one in the UK. Yeah, but uh, granted, I granted I am not as paying as super close attention to the news as I normally do, but that's not that much stuff going on. But yet, everybody is like Salamanders are great, and they are; they're very good. But I don't know. I just wish that everybody would like buy their time a little bit more well, before going hard well, complaining about all it. All I know is I pay attention to the Falcon. And That's fair. he is not even talking about stats or how it works because there isn't enough information yet. He's waiting until they hit that magic, you know, 2,000 games or 2,000 tournament games played. And that's when he'll be like that. Uh, but yeah, you're, you're absolutely right that we only have half the picture. Uh, I think I'm really looking forward to the Space Marine book now. Uh, like, I want to see it, man. I want to see it. And I think when it comes, well, man, it's going to be such a long video. So, okay. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to be huge because, you know, we may have to break it up into like. We will absolutely be breaking it up yeah, into different sure. parts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maximize those clicks. Yeah. Um, so just keep, like keep him, keep that in mind. Everything is changing. Nothing is staying the same. Like everything is in motion. Games Workshop can fact all of this stuff in an instant and change things. Like, we just need to be patient and we need to like before everybody has like a giant fucking blowout wine fest, like just really think about what's coming down the road and that you don't have like every, every piece of the puzzle. No. And control what you can control. I can't exactly. control how good space Marines are going to be. I can control how good my list is going to be. Correct. I can control how well I play my list and focus on beating those space Marines, you focus know, focus on doing that. And it's, I've seen, like, I know Seth from our Rogue Trader Network partner, Dangly mm-hmm. Boys, just yeah. kind of been like, hey, Green Knights were broken in fifth. We had Lom Leaf Blower Guard. We've had yep. other broken things before. It's not going to do any good to focus on how it's broken. Focus on how to beat it. It's not the end of the world. And I think ninth edition gives us the tools to do that because individual units can be good, 
But if you listen to top players, they're focusing on the mission, the yep. objectives, what they can win. I listened to an art of war speaking to one of the the Necron players from uh, Australia. Yeah, and he was saying that every single game he plays, he ends up with one or two models left. Yep, but he has ninety points, so he wins. That's right, and that's and that's what you have to focus on. That's what you have to focus on. Focus on the positivity, and if you can't, bitch about it in the comments. Let us know. <laughs> Dude, I'm the best. I took first place at another tournament. First off, stop with the thunder and lightning. You don't impress me. And second, let me check out the BCP rankings. And I don't see you on there. What? Your TO needs to download the Best Coast Pairings app and run events on it. After the event, the results are uploaded into BCP rankings, and the best part, it's easy and free. But I play multiple game systems. No big deal. The BCP app can be used for any game. A ton of events every weekend are using it, from major international tournaments to local stores. And now that it's available on Android devices, you're going to have some serious competition. There can be only one. BCP Rankings is a fun and exciting way to measure how you or your team stack up. No matter what you play, your score goes to an overall ranking. Or compete to be the best in a game, a circuit, a region, or the world. Download the app or visit www.bestcoastpairings.com for more info. Best Coast Pairings. Are you the best? Oh, we're back. Hey, can I do a mini soapbox so while back. we're winning? Yep. Uh, so I have in front of me here. Uh, Horus Heresy Book Nine nice. Crusade. Um, this was a hundred and thirty-one dollar book. That's that's real metal, folks. That's real metal. Uh, a hundred and thirty-one dollar book. I bought. Uh, I haven't played Horus Heresy in three and a half years. Yep. Uh, I bought this. Checks out. I bought this book solely because I own the other eight. And I'm a completionist, Annie. And I'm like, well, I'm like fourteen hundred dollars in the hole so far. What's another hundred and thirty-one? Here's the thing about this book. This book is skinnier uh, than all the other heresy books. Yeah, by a lot. Which is fine. I get it. The Dark Angels aren't that interesting in Legion. Ooh. But it's also moderately taller than all of the other oh, heresy books. Oh, that's really annoying. So, Why isn't the right size? So I have eight books that are the same size, and this one book that is moderately taller. Man, that's really annoying. It's really fucking annoying, let me tell you. Duh. All right. That, Why? I wonder what the design decision, the designed. Fuck you. That's a design yeah. decision. That's pretty much horse heresy at this Yee point. Fucking ha, my friend. Yeehaw. Uh, so yeah, that is uh, my wonderful book nine, which I'm going to take out of the wrapping because otherwise I never will. Um, yeah, that was our soapbox. Uh, so I think it's really time we get into some jank. We had some popular jank. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. From, from last time with our with our Geller Pox infected jank corner. Uh, including some wonderful comments such as first you have like I put up the very clickbaity title how to win with Geller Pox <laughs> to which I had comments such as laugh react first you have to remember what Geller Pox are uh, other kind of fun things like that but we came with some really good kind of combos on there so we could do a jank corner sure or <gasps> that was really loud Or, or what? This is your bit. So, or we can do uh, a Danny's big badass combos. <laughs> Dang. That's way less janky. Yeah, it is. It's just a lot of BBCs. <laughs> just a lot of BBCs. So, going forward here, we're going to have, some weeks we're going to have jank. 
Some weeks we're going to have just BBCs. Right. Uh, but whatever's going to happen, we're going to leave. It's going to fly a, right at your face. We're going to have leave you with a smile on your face and leave you satisfied with our with whatever it is. So, Danny, last time I had Gellerpox infected. Right. A wonderful little 180-point patrol that, that I can use to to jank away with. Um, what are you, what's your BBC this week? All right. So... The one I wanted to talk about this week is I wanted to talk a little bit about something that's very close to my heart. Oh, let me. <laughs> so do I have to cue the music up again? In the in light of today's articles about some of the auras changing to uh, uh, to for space marines specifically to sure. uh, only affect core units. So, like you know, your captain's auras of reroll ones. A lot of Space Marine players might be thinking to themselves like, well, what what do I do with all my tanks? I have so many repulsors. Right. Like, I have three repulsor executioners. I've won, you know, two out of three games I ever played with them. <laughs> and I'm At not every sure. RTT, I've gone two and one. <laughs> and I want that to continue. And sometimes I even get second place. But, like, what I really want to do is move up in the world and be... <laughs> I broke John. Yeehaw. So I uh, <laughs> so I came up with some ideas that people can use, and I think that Iron Hands will definitely come out as like the preeminent vehicle faction in ninth edition. Sure. So so what makes that work? Because we, as we've seen today with kind of like the core, right? Your your chapter master with his reroll ones doesn't uh, work. Reroll misses doesn't work. His lieutenant with the reroll ones the wound doesn't, doesn't work. work. Well. And the real ones, like, sorry, guys, that's just going to have to keep continuing to be a thing. There's nothing really that we can do about that. Apart from having, like, strength a billion guns on your right. stupid yeah, floaty tanks. you know, just have, like, strength 12 or, or whatever. Um, but what, what Iron Hands have specifically is a couple of really great abilities. So, first of all, their Super Doctrine ability lets them reroll ones in Devastator Doctrine. So, first turn, all the Iron Hand vehicles in your army. <laughs> so, I'm going to sniff at this new book. Oh, I bet it smells amazing. Smells like real metal. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. It's fake. Um, <laughs> um, so anyway, so so Iron Hands have a couple of uh, really great tricks to maximize that. So again, you've got their you've got your super diffraction trait where it lets you reroll ones for the shooting phase. So you have a lot of tanks that can reroll ones to hit already in the first turn because most of the guns on tanks are going to be heavies. Like let's be honest. Sure. Um, except for like the storm bolters and stuff like that, but the you know, chaff at the side that doesn't really matter. Who cares? You got volume of shots for that stuff. Um, so you've got that stuff. I think this is going to be really good with the dreadnoughts, um, uh, especially the one like the uh, like the Redemptor. I think it's a a lot better. Like he fires now twenty strength six because the heavy onslaught's going to uh, strength six, or the the normal onslaught cannon is going to eight shots. That's really good. So he fires. 20 shots of heavy weapons just have just the heavy weapons he also gets d6 or a d3 uh icarus launcher shots and he gets two storm bolters at full shots because he's a dreadnought so he fires eight storm bolter shots so he's got like 30 shots on average like and so and the icarus is is uh is re-rolling ones those are re-rolling ones it's it's great let me tell you it's the best. So if you're playing Space Marines right now and you're a little worried based on these core changes, uh, based on some of the reactions I was seeing online yep. today, you if you prefer a vehicle heavy army, you're saying kind of Iron Hands yeah, negates a lot of the changes. Yeah, so so you have so you have this core ability, right? So for the reroll ones in Devastator Doctrine, you're like, okay, well, that's great turn one. What do I do the rest of the game? Mm-hmm. So this is where a bunch of other stuff comes into play. So uh, Iron Hands have a psychic power that'll let you get that'll let you get plus one to hit on a vehicle. 
Okay. Right? Um, which is great. So hitting on twos on most of their vehicles is amazing. And they have a one CP stratagem to let a unit count as being a devastator doctrine. So for one command point, you can, you can, you can give reroll ones to any one of your units. Right. Um, depending how uh, March of the Ancients works out, um, or not March of the Ancients, but, uh, uh, oh God, what is that? It's the Wisdom of the Ancients, sorry. Yeah. Um, which is a stratagem that gives a Dreadnought an aura of reroll ones. We'll see if that just counts for core troops or not. Sure. But it could very well count towards vehicles. You also have the ability for to give uh, uh, Iron Hands of another stratagem for two command points that lets you re-roll all failed hit rolls on a vehicle. Um, in addition, you have Ferios that can give a vehicle a two-plus ballistic skill with his Auspects, mm-hmm. uh, Auspects scan, which is, which is another great ability. Um, or you can take a different Master of the Forge and give him the aura of plus one to hit, assuming that stays in the Codex. If it doesn't, then that's fine, too. Well, I think a lot of the supplement stuff is staying... Well, yeah, but that's uh, that's part of the chapter command. Oh, and that stuff is definitely going to change because now they're changing. Uh, and this is a, one of the announcements that they did make in that is that the uh, like master of sanctity, master of the forge, um, chief apothecary, all of that stuff is going to go as a points increase for that model to get those abilities. Good, screw Which those is, guys. Yeah, so they so you don't take so you don't take stratagem point hits anymore for to to key it out your guys. Mm-hmm. Also, chapter master yes is a points ability, which is really cool. Anyway. Um, so I think Iron Hands, in addition to having the six of feel no pain and count double wounds for uh, for tears, which is obviously great. It keeps your vehicle shooting at good ballistic skill. You have a ton of different options to really maximize uh, to really maximize your abilities and still shoot very accurately, um, almost as well as if you had normal chapter mastery rolls anyway. Yeah. So uh, some some really great tips there. I think I think that that's a I think that'll be really solid. I'm really looking forward to seeing what the rules are going to be on the land speeders specifically for like the other guns. Yeah, and the new predator tank equivalents. The oh yeah, tanks. The, the gladiator. Yeah. So yeah, the Russell Crows <laughs> fighting around the world. What's <laughs> <laughs> some great big badass combos, uh, Danny? Yeah, so big. Oh, man. Well, it's not my jank, but that's okay. I yeah. think. Sorry, John. It's okay. We'll Sometimes come up with some more jank later on. There, there, there's a ton of jank out there. There's a ton of really good combos out there, but I think, yeah. especially because a lot of uh, Space Marine players are very worried right now. True. Um, just kind of letting them know there's hope. Uh, there, there's light at that end of the tunnel. There's some big, badass combos out there for them. So many. So many combos. Um Let's let's wrap it up here, Danny. Why okay. don't you talk incessantly for a second while I look up what this guy's company is called, uh, so I can kind of Speech, plug it a little bit. Maniacal laughter. Mani- so I, <laughs> I did watch the Muppet movie. Uh, God, how good is that movie? It's so good. The yeah. new one, uh, and it's just I forgot the guy never like his gimmick was he never laughed. So whenever like he was like laughing, it'd be maniacal laugh, maniacal <laughs> laugh, and it was so good. <laughs> Um, uh, hey, so uh, how did your book? What did your book actually smell like? 
smell like wonderfulness. I love those books. Yeah, they smell real good. Um, Asbel Designs. Uh, they, oh, man, they do such good stuff. They do such good stuff. They've been around for a while. They've done a bunch of Malifaux trackers and kind of other things That's like that. That's what I have that. for my Malifaux trackers. Yeah. Um, so I ordered Danny and I a set of Victory Point trackers for ninth edition. Nice. Uh, which is going to have our cool logo kind of custom uh, burned on there. Uh, and you, too, can get kind of custom designs at Asbel Designs on Facebook. Uh, he, uh, It's very cheap. Uh, yeah. for, for what it is and it just instead of having dials because we got the great uh the great mission and turn trackers uh from another company that came in mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately they, they didn't represent the chapter approved missions yeah i was a little bit bummed about that um so we got these ones here and they just use dice to kind of track victory points and they have like little dice slots for like primary or like secondaries nice. for command point tracking it has like Ooh. five dice spaces which works out really well so if you're getting them back you can just add one uh, one oh, dice in the slot, so it works out cool. really well. Yeah. And again, they have a bunch of uh, regular generic kind of army logo designs, but for a very cheap price, you will also kind of print whatever you want on there too. Nice. Um, so it's all kind of just uh, burnt wood, but it's yeah. super cool. Very excited to see those. Yeah, uh, we'll laser engraved, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, we'll show those off next time we have them there. But I just want to have a quick shout out there. I can't wait. Those don't smell like new book. They're going to smell like cancer. They're going to smell like cancer, but they'll be amazing. Uh, and a very So excited- useful. Very excited to get get those in, uh, and then we're gonna. Pay, we didn't actually get any kind of uh, free stuff from them. I just wanted to say that they were amazing because well, I know awesome. we shill very often, very hard. But this guy deserves. Hey, it. dude, we got to do what we can to 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 get by and to help other people get by. Hell's yeah! Uh, what else you got to shill? Um, man, I don't have anything right now. Actually, oh uh, no, I don't. But next time I will. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll remember the thing. I've got I've got I found these. Uh, wound dials on etsy that i want to talk about dude so, yeah i need to get me some of those yeah especially if all my marines are going to two i think when it's going to get like little blood droppers or blood tokens or so like these have faction symbols that you can choose oh hell yeah and you've got like 20 different colors i'll, I'll send you the link send me the link um yeah uh, thank you again for listening to now an hour and a half of this man good for you good for you you made it this far uh you can continue to support oh and thanks to the glacial geek and to mini wargaming oh yeah uh, for giving a shout out and blowing my phone up for notifications for a couple of hours (laughs) Uh, that was super cool uh, of course, Phil just passed 20,000 subscribers, Crazy. which is insane. But I honestly can't think of a person who deserves 20,000 nah, subscribers Yeah, no more. joke. Uh, to celebrate, he rolled 20,000 dice. And he did it because there's a 45-minute video of him doing it uh, on, on YouTube, which you should definitely watch. Wow. Uh, we rolled uh, one dice for every video view we've ever had. And I rolled a one, so it makes me a little sad, Aww. but that's okay. Hey, thanks to our Patreons who continue to support us and, and make, uh, well, they don't make us do the podcast. I think we just do it for fun anyway. Uh, but they cover the bills, so thank you uh, for doing no that. No joke, guys. And, and the amazing stuff we're seeing on yeah. our Discord server. Uh, some beautiful death card that put mine to shame. Uh, Darnell's putting out some just amazing uh, chaos models coming out. Oh, so I had a great really priest cool. coming in. Uh, Wingo let us know of a GT he was at, so we kind of got to scratch our game itch that uh, way by yeah. living vicariously through him. I am jelly and also not jelly of him at the same time. Absolutely, because he <laughs> does live in the South. <laughs> um, also, check out our friends on the Rogue Trader Network. Uh, yeah, speaking of the South. Speaking of the South, yeehaw. Uh, dirty, dirty South. The, the Dirty Dangly Boys uh, are, are uh, 
have their podcast coming out. Danny, you were on one of the recent episodes. I was. Yeah, we talked about Necrons. Talking about Necrons. Talking about starting a Necron army and what kind of what to do, which was like a super good topic. It was, yeah, right it was there. a great topic. It was a great chat. You guys did really good. Um, I was on the NZ40 Shabal uh, oh, podcast man. there as well. That, That's was, an, that was great, by the way. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was great. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, as that Forty Shabal uh, is another member of our Rogue Trader Network, they focus on the New Zealand game and the New Zealand gaming scene. Thankfully, because they of their COVID response, they're getting some games in. Uh, they're laying some bunch about ninth edition. Do they got like three cases? And they're like, no, shut the country, shut down. shut it down, shut it, down. shut it down. Uh, but great guys there, and then also our buddies at the High Lords of Terra, uh, putting out some really quality content with some great insight into mm-hmm. kind of GW and the game as a whole. Um, that's about all I want to really plug. Oh, cold open stories. They they had an amazing uh, open submission. Uh, Danny and I were guest judges, uh, which was really nice. It was a very nice, solid rubric that I could just kind of breeze through. Yep. Uh, we got to read uh, 42 entries, uh, 42 short stories. Yep. 42,000 word stories. Not 42,000 word stories or 42,000 word stories. 42. 42. Period. One thousand yeah. word stories. Uh, there were there were some really great ones in there, uh, and it there just were. it goes to show the the passion of the fan base and also the the community that uh, Collins built with Cold Open Stories, which continues to release kind of really high quality forty uh, k uh, content. Yeah, no joke, no joke. So check them out on YouTube, coldopenstories.com as well. Mm-hmm. Check us out on Facebook, I guess, uh, which is Mob Rules AK. I think eh, well, you'll find us. I mean, if you search for mob rules and if it has Warhammer stuff, then that's us. Yeah, if it doesn't, it's a Swedish death metal band who are actually really good. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back in two weeks with something. Uh, every week, I don't think we have anything something. to talk about, but man, do we do we get through it? Yeah, do we? Yeah, but for mob rules, I've been John. I've been Danny, and we'll see you next time. Yeah. Bronte, hey, hey, fuck you guys. People loved Brand T Bot and I wasn't even used this time. All your favorite units are no longer core. Fuck you. Kill yourself.